What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Coach T, and welcome to another episode of See It Through Radio, man. Before we get into it, let's get moving and grooving. Let's go. What you saying? What you saying? What you saying? Huh? What you saying? What you saying? Huh? Since we became next, really got son, no DNA test. I know my time's coming, so I can't be anxious. Got straight through the hard times, tribulations. If you really got an issue, then let it be known in. Devil on my melon, I tell him be gone in. Gotta get me a mission, I'm focused, I'm going in. Gotta get me the glow, man, I'm shining, I'm glowing. From my wrist to my kiss, got that drip on my clothes. You will slip, you will trip if your click coming close. And the drip, I speak up, in the fit of sneakers. It's equipped from Jesus, so you can't take it off. Young Doris, he wants to word like hey, Said a drip, I'm a five for the Lord, I'm supposed to be lit. Post take a pick, you close to the click. Realize who you supposed to be with. If you get close to the click, you will get a dose to the drip. If you get close to the click, you will get a dose to the drip. Game recognized game. You ain't slick, but these demons out here lurking and they try to hit a lick. But I ride around with hitters, better ask about my click. We've been praying for the lost, we've been praying for the sick. Cause my savior with the side, they ain't poking with no stick, but Today. The devil don't wake up like I ain't finna go to work today They say EG trippin', he just in it for the money Bro, pull up to your city, give a whole box of merch away And ain't nothing changed, not a dang thing I be at the rally gang, bangin' with the gang gang What's this confusion, teaching kids about evolution How the heck do you believe that you a monkey? Close to the click, get a dose of the drip I'm a five for the Lord, I'm supposed to be lit Close, take a pick, you close to the click Realize who you supposed to be with If you get close to the click, you Let's go. Now that is how you start a show, man. That was DNA by Miles Minnick and EGR. And dog, that thing definitely goes. What you saying? What you saying? What you saying, huh? Man, listen. Welcome back to another episode of See It Through Radio. I know y'all don't be expecting me to be that goddamn hype, hype out the gate. But listen, I'd be excited to be on here just to talk to talk with y'all. And just to check in. Like, how you doing, my baby? How was your week? I mean, if nobody's ever asked you, Coach T has asked you, how was your week? You're looking good. I hope you're smelling good. You're riding in the car on the trail meal. You're at the crib. You're doing whatever you're doing. But I know you're looking good. And you're here for some more fire again this week. And I'm here to provide it. The Holy Spirit has 
showed up and showed out way before we even got on this thing. And I know it's about to go off. Like, I, it's going down. It's going down. Look, look, man, listen. Let me, <laughs> let me pipe down. If this is your first time listening to See It Through Radio, welcome. My name is Coach T, and I am probably one of the hypest people, most energetic people you ever have listened to in your whole entire life. But that is what I do. And before we get into our prayer of the day, in the background, you probably hear it is Get Paid. The instrumental is Get Paid by Young Dolph. And man, listen, um, we lost another one, y'all. So something just stupid and senseless. Um, Young Dolph lost his life in his hometown of Memphis, Tennessee. Um, he's leaving a, behind um, a wife, children. Um, it's a really sad situation. Um, my people, we got to do better. We got to do better. Literally got to put the guns down and pick the Bibles up. These kids need more role models than anything. And that's why we are here on See It Through Radio to get fully equipped to go out into the world to be disciples for the Lord and bring people into a loving relationship with our Heavenly Father. Period. Period. But listen, y'all. Before we get any further on this topic or anything else, let us get into our prayer of the week. Let's get it. Father, thank you for being so gracious towards us. It's not because of anything we have done to deserve it. It's because of your covenant with us and your love for us. In the authority of Jesus, we come boldly to your throne and we receive your continual supply of grace and mercy. Lord, let this show be lit. Let it be everything that we need it to be so we can go out into the world to spread your truth. We love you. We thank you. And let's get it. In Jesus' name I pray. You're rocking with the best. You're rocking with Coach T on See It Through Radio. 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 So, peep game. Last week we dove. Is it dove or dived? We dove in deep. Let's <laughs> just go with that. We dove in deep to Matthew chapter 1, verses 1 through 17. We talked about the genealogy of Jesus. Now, we also learned last week, which was our lick for last week. Um, reason why this whole thing is hit a lick because we have to learn something real quick in a short period of time, right? Okay. Anyway, uh, we learned last week that God is faithful and extends his undeserved grace daily to all people, everybody, even the sinful people. That includes me, you, your mama, your daddy, your grandma, your super safe auntie that you know just gonna make it right on into heaven. Her too. He extends his grace to everybody daily. Now this lesson last week, I mean dripped with grace. And we learned that grace is the undeserved, unmerited favor of God, right? We don't, we can't do anything to deserve God's favor. Um, so this lesson last week dripped in it and that lesson was called uh family matters so you can go back listen to that and then come right on back and catch up if you want to or you can listen to this now go listen to that later or just you do what you want to do okay the choice is yours okay 
anyway um but this week we are going into that second section of chapter one and we are about to touch a subject that many people really don't hit on like that a lot of people want to talk about mary right and who she was and the virgin who um conceived jesus right we always want to talk about her but everybody kind of forgets about joseph Jesus did have a daddy, an earthly daddy, and his name was Joseph. And we're going to learn a little bit more about Joe today. That was a bar. Can I get two snacks? Maybe a clap? Thank you, because that was good. Anyway, so we're going to get right into this thing. Listen, y'all, let's hit a lick. Let go. y'all let's get into it so i don't know how many episodes i didn't watched and seen the over the top dramatics of people when they are waiting for a paternity test on maury <laughs> i mean arguing cussing each other out lying telling the truth hugging kissing uh snotting saying that i love yous i hate yous new girlfriend new boyfriend new wife new husband drama uh multiple men tested denials wants i mean i can go on forever baby but listen we go through all of that just to hear in the case of 10 month year old royalty james you are not the father <laughs> so and listen just for the sake of this whole thing i don't even know none of these people i just made up these names i'm not talking about a real situation okay but for the sake of this example this is what we got so let's just say james wanted to be the father and he had every intention of doing right by baby royalty and it turns out that he wasn't the daddy now how do you think james feels i can only imagine what he is thinking especially what he's thinking about royalty's mama let's just call her kim Okay, sorry to all the Kims out there. The woman his heart loves, the one that he thought he was gonna spend the rest of his life with. But now he's not the daddy. I know he's probably thinking like, what is my family going to say about all of this? Like, should I stick around for Kim in royalty? Should I still claim him as my son even though he ain't mine? Like, what is it gonna cost him to be associated with such a scandalous situation? I mean, his reputation at this point is on the line. I mean, he could possibly lose a lot of friends over this if he sticks around. I mean, this whole situation is heavy. And this is the same type of weight that was sitting on the shoulders of our boy, Joseph, Mary's husband, Jesus' daddy, earthly daddy, that is. So let's talk about some key players in this whole entire lesson, okay? We are in Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. Um, you have Jesus' virgin mother and his adopted father. So number one, first person we really can kind of keep our eyes on here is Mary. She is a virgin woman of great integrity. She's engaged to Joseph, and now she is impregnated by the Holy Spirit to give birth to the Messiah, to the 
newborn king to God himself, the savior of the world, Jesus. And then we have Joseph, the one that everybody really doesn't talk about, but he had a significant part in the birth, in the conception of Jesus, even though that he really didn't. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry for that example. But even though he's not the one that really did the, the do. Okay. Um, but he was also related to Abraham and King David, um, as we kind of learned in Family Matters, the last episode. Anyway, so let's get into the lesson for today okay so matthew chapter 1 verse 18 through 25 goes a little something like this this is how jesus the messiah was born his mother mary was engaged to be married to joseph but before marriage took place while she was still a virgin she became pregnant through the power of the holy spirit joseph to whom she was engaged was a righteous man and did not want to disgrace her publicly so he decided to break the engagement quietly as he considered this an angel of the lord appeared to him in a dream joseph son of david the angel said don't be afraid to take mary as your wife for the child within her was conceived by the holy spirit and she will have a son and you are to name him jesus for he will save his people from their sins all of this occurred to fulfill the lord's message through his prophet look the virgin will conceive a child she will give birth to a son and they will call him emmanuel which means god is with us when joseph woke up he did as the angel of the lord commanded and took mary as his wife but he did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born and joseph named him jesus oftentimes when it comes to events leading up to um, jesus's birth we often see it from mary's perspective which is cool and everything um and that can be found in luke chapter 1 verses 25 25 what what luke chapter 1 verses 25 to 56 but here matthew focuses on joseph and in these verses we get to see the heart of joseph um joseph and mary were engaged to be married and they had what they had was a real thing they had a real thing going on and before they can even get in the room and make it boom 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 if you know what i mean um mary becomes pregnant by somebody else and not joseph but it's a good somebody else it's the holy spirit and this pregnancy created some serious drama in love land in this culture joseph had every right to cut that chick off somebody qk camp somewhere <laughs> she brought him so much embarrassment she brought a lot of embarrassment to his name verses 19 it said that joseph to whom she was engaged was a righteous man and didn't want to disgrace her publicly so he decided to break the engagement quietly now listen we live in a society today that thrives on putting people on blast we live in what's that culture cancel culture mary would have got that tail canceled like that but joseph was different he was a really good man he was careful with her heart and her reputation because mary very well could have gotten stoned for wilding out but she didn't so with this with this being said and let me just say mary did not wild out it was 
spirit conceived so i don't want nobody to misgrew what i just said okay it was spirit conceived now it looked like it was sexually impure and having a child outside of marriage it just wasn't okay um yet he extended her grace in this and he didn't want to embarrass her publicly so as a good man does he just was going to do it in silence and move on and be done with the situation i can only imagine the state of confusion that joseph was in however our god who's a good god had something else in store for joseph Okay, so an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. And the message that was sent from above was like a clear directive. So um, I'm about to read again, verses 20 through 23. Um, this is a different uh, version of the Bible just to bring a little bit more life to the lesson. Um, so it says, while he was trying to figure a way out, he had a dream. God's angel spoke in the dream joseph son of david don't hesitate to get married mary's pregnancy is spirit conceived god's holy spirit has made her pregnant she will bring a son to birth and when she does you keyword there you joseph would name him jesus god saves because he will save his people from their sins this would bring the prophet's embryonic revelation to full term watch for this a virgin will give a virgin will get pregnant and bear a son they will name him emmanuel hebrew for god is with us so i'm thinking like yo i know that's how joseph probably woke up i would have woke up like that yo what is that a dream that i don't have to pay attention to or do i need to pay attention to it had to be so provoking that joseph woke up and did this thing and this is where our uh, lick is found in verse 24 it said joseph woke up from his sleep and did keyword there did what the angel of the lord told him to do he took mary as his wife <sighs> it's so much meat in that little verse alone joseph did <sighs> joseph did exactly what was asked of him he didn't have an excuse he didn't say well you know my reputation is on the line i don't know if i should really do this for this girl or not or he didn't even doubt the message like he didn't even waver he completely understand the truth he understood the truth and the importance of it and he did exactly what was asked of him this was Joseph's personal call to faith. Now listen, this is our lick for this week. Obedience to God will cost you something, but you must respond in faith. I'm gonna say it again. Obedience to God will cost you something, but you must respond in faith. I remember it was an episode from Martin and it was like the plumber episode. If y'all ever watched that, go watch it, take a look at it, hilarious. Anyway, the plumber in the uh, episode said, it might cost you a little, it might cost you a lot, but it's going to cost you. <laughs> when a situation is difficult in your life to accept, can you trust God to see you through it? Do you believe that God has your best interest at heart, even when you don't understand what he's doing? Will you respond in faith? Period. <sighs> this had me thinking. Obedience. Like, what is it? what does it really mean to me and the real question is is it worth it is it worth it my baby 
<laughs> Yo, obedience gets a bad rap. In most cases, it has this negative connotation that is attached to it because of the context that is used in. So when we think of obey or obedience, right, we oftentimes think that we are being bossed around, commanded, or demanded to do something. And in our rebellious nature, we thrive on doing the complete opposite. And we live with the attitude like, bro, you not the boss of me. I don't know who you talking to, but you, <laughs> you know, you get mad when somebody tell you to do something, you start clapping and doing all this unnecessary stuff. Like, I don't know who you talking to, but you not the boss of me. You want you like, we be doing way too much sometimes. But in turn, this rebellious nature, it be makes it hard for us to be obedient, not just in society, but also in our relationship with God. So I had to look this thing up. Obey is used over 200 times in the Bible. And the Latin root word for it is obedire, which simply means to listen or to um, pay attention to. Now, vocabulary.com, love that website. Um, it says that obey is to be obedient to someone's rules or instructions. And I needed that to go a little bit deeper because I hate when people use the, the, uh, the word as the answer like I needed a little bit more so I looked up obedience and um it can be defined as submissive behavior with respect to another person or behavior intended to please someone then the light bulb came on and I'm like okay so maybe Joseph demonstrated submissive behavior that intended to please God regardless of the cost And I thought about it. What would happen if we embodied such obedience? I think we would be willing to listen, willing to pay attention, willing to respect, willing to move, willing to align with, willing to follow, willing to accept in our minds as a goal to please God, regardless of how much it was going to cost us to please him. Ultimately, obedience to God requires faith. This lesson, I mean, y'all, this lesson drips with faith. Do do faith? Do you hear me? It drips with faith. And it's this guy. Um, I know I'm probably gonna slaughter his name, but his name was Diedrich Bonhoeffer, something like that. And he made a quote that I thought was super dope, so I'm just gonna quote it here. I'm sorry that I got his name wrong. Um, it said that faith is only real when there is obedience never without it and faith only becomes faith in the act of obedience joseph dared to believe god and he took a huge step of costly obedience he just didn't take a step of he just didn't take a little step that you know it was costly to him he had no idea what was going to happen next god commands sometimes seem more challenging to us than anything but there's sometimes a personal call to faith can you obey god when he gives you something that so seems so difficult and costly i mean you may not understand god's whole plan but god has a perfect record my baby he's like affinity and oh he has never lost a battle and last week's lesson is a perfect example of god's plan working through flawed situations Now, you might not understand 
the full plan, but he would never call you to something that you aren't equipped for. He will make sure you have all that you need for what's next. In the grand scheme of everything, you have to remember that obedience is bigger than you. Obedience to God is like the fine print, the fine details in the bigger picture. Like Joseph's obedience wasn't just for his sake, but ultimately for the sake of the world. This supernatural birth of this baby boy brought deity into earth meaning God had came closer to us this baby boy that we had the he had the responsibility of naming was in fact God becoming man to allow sinners to live a new life and be free from the penalty of sin this chapter chapter one that we have covered over these last two episodes shows that Jesus was born into the right family at the right time to fulfill prophecy of being the coming Messiah to save all humanity from the grips of sin. And through this, God grew the faith of those involved in his unforeseen plan. Listen, this week, take a moment and realize that God has your best in mind and everything that he does is not for no reason, but it's for the reason to bring you closer to him and to love on you a little more until he brings you to all eternity for the rest of your life and that's how you hit a lick we'll be right back here on see it through radio let's get it Can't get enough of what we do here on See It Through Radio? Well, follow us on IG at Just See It Through. Y'all know how we spell through. In the words of Travis Scott. All right, y'all. We have come to the end of our show. I hope it was dope for you because it was really dope for me recording this whole thing. But listen, it is my prayer that you let God sit with you this week. Listen, God has so much in store for you. Man, he loves you. He sees you. He hears you. And ask him to reveal himself to you this week. Ask him to show you more truths in this lesson that you've never seen before. And watch how dope he does it. Now, if you have listened to this whole entire thing and you want to build a relationship with God or rebuild your relationship with God, maybe you've been out here getting it. Maybe you've been out here doing anything and everything. Maybe you feel unworthy of God's grace um, and love because of your painful past. Like, you might even say to yourself, like, how could God use somebody like me? Well, just like in our lesson, God still loves you and he can still use you in spite of all your flaws, in spite of all your failures, in spite of all your messiness, in spite of all the baggage you come with, he still wants you. Now, I want to give you a great opportunity, the type of opportunity that would change the trajectory of your life forever. And that's accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior, as your personal Lord and Savior. Now, this is the type of opportunity that took a while and out person like me somebody that was just sleeping with anyone and drinking anything just for a feeling into a person that has allowed God to come in sit with me clean my heart and change my habits habits in order to make me a new person today I'm not perfect but I'm definitely covered by grace and my future is secure now you can join me too 
God isn't into keeping tabs of everything you've done wrong. He loves you and he wants you. And he wants to make everything in your life right. He wants your relationship to be right. Now, he wants you to grow. He wants to sit with you. He wants to comfort you. But he's not going to do it forcefully. Now, our God, the God that we serve, the God that I know is a gentleman. He's not going to force himself on you. He's only going to do what you ask him to do, what you let him in to do, what you let him sit with you to do. So I'm about to pray a prayer to invite people in to such a loving, dope relationship with our Heavenly Father. So wherever you are, if you want to be included in this prayer, just on the count of three, I just want you to clap your hands and shout. Well, you don't even have to shout. You can whisper it. Say, Father, it's me. So let's get it. One, two, I'm so proud of you. And I know this is the best decision you have ever made in your whole entire life. Three, <laughs> let's get it. I know they are are people all over the country right now who's making the same decision with you. I believe that by faith. Now, Romans 10, 9 says that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, that you shall be saved. So let us pray this prayer together right now so we can grow in Christ. Repeat after me. Father, thank you. Thank you for sending Jesus to earth to identify with, connect with, and die for sinners like myself. Thank you for giving me a savior. Today, I give you my whole life. I believe that Jesus lived, died, and rose again just for me. And today, I ask you to come into my life, sit with me, and make me new from the inside out. I'm yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's go! You just made the best decision of your life, my baby. I'm super proud of you. And not only that, I know there's people all across the country that are super proud of you. And not only that, all of heaven is cheering and shouting your name because why? Another soul has been snatched from the grips of sin and has entered the book of of life let's go have a great day and i'll holla at y'all later okay and remember just see it through i holla